Hello again, and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts, and today I'm going to talk you through picking the right WordPress theme. So maybe you joined us in our last podcast, and you made the five decisions that you needed to make before you built your new website, and maybe in one of those five decisions, you decided that you were going to build your website in WordPress and that you were going to do it on your own. Okay, so if that's where you are in this decision-making process, that you're probably going down the rabbit hole and you realize that there's this thing called a theme. I want to forewarn you that this topic is going to get technical. I'm going to get technical on you here, and I'm going to use some crazy words that maybe you totally know and maybe you totally don't, and I am going to do my darndest to define them as I go. And... I want to remind you that you can go out to makecreate.com and this is all in a blog post and you can read it and you can use it later. You might be an audio learner like me and you might want to listen to this whole podcast and that is awesome and I totally want to talk you through this. And if you're also like me, you're going to want to see it when you try to use it, okay? So go out to makecreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. If you click on our blog, you can search for this exact name, picking the right WordPress theme, or it might just be on the page right there at the top, okay? And use that blog post. It's a resource that we made just for you so you can pick the right WordPress theme to power your website. All right, so with that, all those disclaimers out of the way. Okay, so what is a theme? And what's a theme versus a template, right? Like, whoa, vocabulary. Oh, it's like a mountain, right? Web design, vocabulary, mountain. Well, let's start our journey with defining the theme versus the template. So they're kind of the same thing and kind of not. For a lot of our purposes, when we say theme or template in WordPress, we're talking about the big skin on the site. But there are also these things called page templates, not to be confused with the theme. What the page templates do is they template the individual page on the site, not the whole site itself. And they are part of the theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will use the words interchangeably throughout this podcast. Ultimately, the theme is going to skin the core functionality of WordPress. It's going to determine the overall look of the site. It will give you your color palette. It will choose the default fonts for you. So the stuff at the top of the page, the header that you're not changing inside of every single page, the way that your menu is designed, what the buttons look like up there, down at the bottom, the general look and feel of the footer of your website, even where the menus are placed, all that kind of stuff, that is determined by the theme. It can customize the functionality of the site as well. It might create some custom post types for you to do things like add events or, I don't know, whatever you want, right? Maybe there's like a beautiful portfolio post type that's put in there for you. It all depends on the theme. The theme will also offer stylized tools to help you design and build your pages. And those tools are called blocks and they will have default styles applied to them. So the theme can make or break your website, really. And it can make or break your experience with your website. Because if you want to use a certain page builder, but this theme won't work with it, you're not going to like your website experience. If you are uncomfortable using plugins and this theme doesn't come with the functionality that you want, you're not going to like this website. 
So I want to help you by talking you through a series of questions that you're going to think about when you pick the right theme for your website. The bottom line when I think about themes is I want you to have a functional theme that you can work in that's going to make your website work for you and work for your visitors. That's the most important thing. If you're building your website on your own, I would rather have you pick a theme that is incredibly functional, that helps you work in your website, feel confident, get great information out there, than have a beautiful theme that you can't even use because it doesn't make any sense and because stuff is all over the place and you can't find it, right? Because I've gotten into some themes, and what's funny is when you get into them, you're literally, it's like you're looking inside the developer's head that made it. You are. You're like, huh, so this is how your brain functions. All right. Sounds good. But if you don't know the ins and the outs and you're not an expert, then sometimes they are experts. And it's like they went, Have you You know, you've read a Google tutorial. So like using their theme is like using a Google tutorial. They're like, here's steps one, two, seven, eight, nine. And you're like, hey, what? wait a second, Google. What about steps three through six? They're missing. I need those steps. Clearly, I'm too stupid to use the Google tutorial. I don't know if you've ever been there before, but I have been there before. And that's not what we want out of our theme, okay? We want a theme that's built by a developer who actually thinks like you, the end user. Like they thought, wow, if I did this, it would be so much easier to use. Yeah, because they really can skip three through six. And it's totally fine for them because they're really, really smart. But for us... We need to have something that's simple and easy to use. It's not convoluted that you're not like going to all these places and copying all this crap and pasting it all in and it should not feel like you are running a stinking obstacle course to utilize your website. That's not what it should feel like. And if it does feel like that, then you have the wrong theme or the wrong developer. Okay, so we'll get off that podium now. So let's get to this checklist. And let's figure out how to pick the right WordPress theme that's actually going to make you love your website and not want to punch your monitor. Let's get to business, friend. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts a techie, crafty, business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. I have had a long-standing relationship with WordPress themes. Now, before we started building our own WordPress theme, which is what we use now, we use a custom WordPress theme that we have built for ourselves at MayCreate because we have to support hundreds of websites all the time. So they have to be stable. They have to be easy to use. They have to be something that I don't have to figure out how your website was built every single time. I just need to know this is how it was built. Okay, here's how you click, right? Before we did that, we actually, our first iteration of our themes is we bought this software called Artisteer, where I got to basically design the way something looked, and then it would export a WordPress theme for me. So it's just skinning it, making it look a certain way. Now, that code was super bloated, and it had all kinds of stuff in it that didn't need to be there. 
So then we went and we used a system called Schematic. And we used that as a framework for our sites for a while until we realized that we weren't using all that stuff either, and neither were our clients. So we moved away from that. And from those two experiences, we learned exactly how we wanted to format our themes to work well for our clients to allow us to support it and make it a great user experience for our clients. So that way they don't fire us and they come back and they build their next website with us because you know you're going to have to build another website again in the future, right? That's It's called future-proofing your business, right? (laughs) All right. So, but if you're not working in a make-create theme, that means that you're probably thinking, should I use a paid theme or should I use a free theme? There are pros and cons to both. I love myself some free stuff, okay? Sometimes the best thing about the free stuff is that it gets updated regularly. And sometimes the free things have a wealth of information documented about them. And we're going to talk through your checklist, and that's going to be one thing that you look for is the documentation because you are figuring it out on your own, and you've got to have documentation to get over the bumps, right? So free can be great. Free can be great because it can be super well-documented, and people release information about it all the time. Free can be not as great because sometimes they're just not as robust. They're not as beautiful. They're not as functional, right? Paid can be awesome, too. Because paid might mean that you have actual people that you can talk to. It might mean that they're continually updating things. You could have like actual support for a whole year. That's awesome. We pay for a lot of plugins that may create. We feel like paid plugins are great because the longevity keeps going. And it's not just going to die because these people do this for a living. Of course, some people might have just released a plugin or just released a theme and they're never going to do it again. Well, we probably don't want to work with them either. So that's one of the things that we should put on our checklist too. Ultimately, though, whether you are evaluating a paid theme or a free theme, both are really only as good as the developer who builds them. As I said earlier, we have to find the developer who makes a theme that puts the user front in center. It's got to be a user-centric theme because you're not a WordPress developer, so you're not going to know all the things that they know. You're not going to know steps two through, or I'm sorry, three through six, right? They're just, they're not there. So they're only as flexible as the developer who had the foresight to make them, and they're only as easy to use as the developer made them. All right. So no two themes are created equal. All of these themes, you know, you think, oh, it's a theme. So it's, but, but themes are kind of like cookies, right? So cookies all have the same ingredients in them. They are all just a bunch of sugar and flour and eggs and yummy things. But not all cookies turn out equal, right? Because there's different bakers and there's different recipes. And your developers are the bakers. And the code is the recipe. And they're making those recipes and they're baking these sites and not all cookies come out equal, right? All right. So to determine which theme is right for you, the first thing you need to ask yourself is what does it need to do? Now, if you've already made those five decisions that you need to make before you build your website, you know what your theme needs to do. So I would actually suggest pulling out that list. 
Does it need to accept and send emails or let people sign up for events, collect payments, sell things online? Does it need to integrate with your existing systems like a CRM, an inventory system, billing, events, donor management system, scheduling softwares, email marketing systems? There's a lot of things that you use to power your business or your organization, and we want them to connect, right? And sometimes the theme already has that in mind. Other times you're going to use a plugin to make those things connect. Okay, so plugins are little, it's, I don't know how I would describe it. It's like an app. It's like an app on your phone. So your phone is like your website and the app is like a plugin. The app gives you extended functionality. Okay, so there's all kinds of plugins that can make things connect. But if you're not comfortable using plugins or you don't have any idea what they are, then you're probably going to want to have a theme that gives you a lot of what you want and then you extend it with the plugins. That's our mentality over at Make Create. We like to create a theme that does most of what you want, and then the extra functionality that's very specialized, we would use a plugin for that. But we don't want to have a whole bunch of plugins because they cause the site to load a bunch of stuff. The more plugins you have, the more stuff your site's going to load whenever it loads, unless you tell it not to, but you probably don't know how to do that. So that's okay. I had to figure out how to do that once. It was an adventure. I'm not going to tell you how to do that right now, though, because like I say, it was an adventure. It took me a couple days. I was like, holy cow. But anyway, just know that for every single plugin that you have on your website, there are things that will load on every page, regardless of whether you're using that functionality on the page or not. Okay. So once you have figured out what you need on your site, I want you to make that list. And you're going to use that list when you go out and evaluate different themes because they should have a punch list that you can actually compare against. I am such a dork. What I would do is I would put this in a table or like an Excel spreadsheet and I would have one row per item. And then across the top, I would have a column for each different type of theme that I'm evaluating. And I would put X's in the columns for each one of my required functionalities or musts, must-haves in the theme. Yeah, because otherwise I look at them and I just, I can't remember. I don't remember what the last thing was, right? They just all blur together. And the other thing I would put in there is a link back to that theme's website or page so that way you can find it easily. The next thing that you're going to ask yourself are what are your future plans? And this was another question that you needed to answer in the five questions before you build your own website. So if you're going to offer e-commerce in the future, you probably want to make sure that your theme will easily integrate with WooCommerce. WooCommerce is the most popular commerce e-commerce plugin for WordPress. It's super, super powerful. It's very extendable. And you want it to look like the rest of your site. It won't look as much like the rest of your site if your theme is not WooCommerce compatible. So just keep that in mind. There's other things that you're probably going to want to have too in the future. So think through what your future plans are for your organization or your company, and then ask yourself, how are they going to impact my website? And make sure that this theme is going to allow you to do those things. Put them, to, put them on the list, right? They might not be the most important decision-making factors, but you're going to put those things on the list. Then you're going to go out and you're going to hunt for a theme. You, When you find the themes, I want you to do some detective work, okay? Your detective work is going to include looking for support on the theme. So I just want you to go out to Google and I want you to Google the name of the theme. What comes up? 
Are there all kinds of help articles out in different websites that developers use to help them build their websites? Because developers are so amazing about helping each other build websites. It's such a cool community. If there's a whole bunch of stuff out there about this template or this theme, then you might have a good one. You might have one that's well-supported on your hands. Also look at the theme itself. Like they should have a button for support someplace there. So click on it. What's listed there? And look at the questions that are listed there. Are they the questions that you think that you would ask? Do they have videos? Do they have like before you start videos? Do they have tutorials showing you where everything is inside the theme? That's awesome. That's a good theme. That means it is pretty well supported. I also want you to go on YouTube and I want you to search for the theme's name on YouTube. If there are people explaining how to use the theme on YouTube, you're probably going to be able to use this sucker. If all there are are pretty videos of things scrolling on YouTube, it's not going to be as easy because it's not widely documented. I want you to look at the last time that this theme was updated. You want a theme that's updated regularly. You need to find a theme that works with the most current version of WordPress because when you install WordPress on the server, it's going to be the most current version of WordPress and this theme has to work with it. And you need to make sure that they're regularly updating the theme because as the next version of WordPress comes out, you might need to do something. Like themes don't have to be changed for every version of WordPress. They're not like plugins that way. Plugins oftentimes need to be updated to work with each version of WordPress to keep everything from being hacked and keep it all stable and safe. Themes aren't as much like that. But when big changes in WordPress happen, then the theme needs to release something and you need to download it so that way you can update it, right? So that way everything still works. Look and see like how long are our updates made for you, for the theme? Do you have access to human beings? Look and see what the response time is on the support, in the support form. Are they getting back to people quickly? Are they speaking in broken English? Do you understand any of the things that people are talking about? Are people mad? If people are mad in the support forms, that's a bad sign. You don't want to buy that theme. Now, if you have a page builder that you use, be it Beaver Builder or Elementor or Gutenberg or Divi, make sure that the theme supports those. If you don't know what those are, then <laughs> this will be even more fun. If you don't know what those are, I would suggest going out to YouTube and searching for the page builders that are supported by the theme. Look at an overview. Look for an overview, like a beginner, like an introduction to Gutenberg or using Gutenberg blocks. We use Gutenberg, which is the native page builder inside of WordPress. We don't use the other ones because they tend to bog down the load time on the pages. So instead, we just use the native Gutenberg. There are web designers who will not build in Gutenberg. It is like, whoa. It's like asking people how they feel about abortions. Don't do it. They get upset, okay? So here's the deal. One of these might look better to you. So if you look at the themes 
and it only supports Elementor or Gutenberg, and you don't like one of those, then this probably isn't the right theme for you. But you don't know until you go out and just watch a couple-minute video about what these different page builders are, and then you can maybe pick one that you feel most comfortable with. Okay, so then look and see if it offers page templates for the pages that you plan to build. So page templates, it's like when you're in the admin section of a WordPress site, you can choose a template for the pages in your site. And the template will change the parameters of the inside of the page. So it might take the menu off the top of the page or it might add a different like color background. I don't know, like the, the, the possibilities are endless basically. But if you are planning to build things like galleries or like if you've got a, a blog, think about the different pages that you're going to have in your site. Once again, that goes back to those five questions that you're going to ask yourself before you build your new site. What pages are you going to have? And does this theme offer templates for those pages so that you can build them easier? And then figure out if it has custom blocks that are pretty, that you like. Usually they should show you the custom blocks that they have. And you can look at it and you're like, oh, well, there's a staff block. Isn't that attractive? Or here's a gallery block. And that's really nice. Or a timeline block, right? Now, if you want a fancy timeline block, there are there are plugins that you can use. But if they have a timeline that you really like that you're going to put on your about page already in the theme, then that's awesome, Right. If you're going to use countdown timers all the time, maybe you want it to have a countdown block. Now, here's the other thing, though. If you're using Gutenberg, there are so many block libraries out there. I am using more words that you may not understand. So block libraries are just a collection of design elements that you can drag and drop onto your page and stylize for your website. We use Cadence Blocks for a lot of our pages because they have a whole bunch of different blocks that are super, super functional and very, very flexible. You can install Cadence blocks on your website and then you can ignore all the other blocks that are in, inside of the theme and never use them if you don't want to. Or you can just use the ones in the theme. So just know that the blocks are not the end-all be-all, okay? Because there's other answers to that. Just like there's other answers for some of the functionality as well. Right, you can install a plugin to put an email form in your site. So if the theme doesn't have an email form functionality, it doesn't matter. You can you can use a, a form building plugin. We love Formidable. It's awesome. It does so many different things for you. And Formidable is going to work in any theme. I have never seen it not work in a theme. And Formidable allows you to style it to match your theme. So there you go. You can use the styling like section of the plugin and make it look like your theme if you want to. But once again, if you're not, if you're like, oh, I am not going there, I want it to have the email form in the theme, like that functionality has to be there. That is totally cool. I also want you to look and see if it integrates with the other functionality that you think you might need in the future. So I just said, hey, Formidable Pro or Formidable Forms, that integrates with almost everything with no problem. I've never seen it not work in a theme. That's cool. But there's other plugins, like, for example, WooCommerce that I mentioned earlier, that you're probably going to want it to be compatible with your theme because you want your theme and all those styles to carry into WooCommerce so you don't have to mess with styling it as much on your own because that can get a little more complicated. If you have um, 
a scheduling software or an email marketing system, or if you're doing events and you use a plugin for that, you probably want to check and make sure that this theme will work with those plugins or will integrate with those systems. So your email marketing system is probably external. Let's say you use MailChimp. So does this theme integrate with MailChimp? Because if it's using an email form and it's inside of the theme, then that email form needs to be able to talk to MailChimp. Or you're going to have to use a plugin like Formidable that can talk to MailChimp and do it that way. Okay, so how confused are you right now? I hope I didn't lose you because I just like, I was like talking and I thought, wow, I just like really went technical on these humans. Really went technical. (sighs) Okay, I feel like you guys are armed though. You know some stuff now. You could be dangerous. You could go pick a theme that could really work on your website. I think you could. So I want you to take action. I want you to go play with those free themes. Why not? Just go out to your website, click on appearance in your admin section and search for some different themes and install one. See what it does. That way you can really see what happens with these themes and you can become aware of the impact that they have on your website. And then since you're not probably sure what page builder you're gonna use, go out to YouTube. Watch some videos about those page builders so that way you can have another decision-making parameter for these themes. And also, of course, search YouTube and search Google for all the different themes that you're considering so that way you can see if they're well-supported and if they have tutorials and video tutorials about how to use this theme. You want something that you can actually find answers for that you're not figuring it out all on your own. Now, as you are evaluating different themes, I really do want you to document what you find and do it in such a way that you can look at it and have a clue what's going on. So I do suggest using something like an Excel spreadsheet, a Google Sheet, a Google Doc with a table in it. Down the side, list out everything you need to have in the theme, your your wants and your nice-to-haves, and then Also across the top, you can list the theme names. You could take a screenshot of what the site would look like. You can have a link back to that theme. Evaluate it all. And then at the bottom of that list, I want you to just give a general feeling. Like, how did you feel about it? Did it seem like it was well-supported and it could be a good option? Or maybe it's beautiful, but you couldn't find anything about it. Make sure that you record those initial thoughts and gut feelings because when you go back and you compare them all or maybe you have to justify it to your boss, you got to remember how to talk about it, especially because you might be doing this work and then you have to go talk to your boss about it in like three days and you can't even remember. You're like, I don't know, I think it was a green one that seemed really cool. And then you're like, you have to go through the whole process all over again of getting to know these softwares. So don't do that. Be smart and document. It will make your life so much better. All right, well, hopefully I didn't lose you. Hopefully now you really do feel like you have enough information to be dangerous and go out and find a great theme for your website. Now, if you're not an audio learner or if you need to also see this information, remember that you can go over to maycreate.com and you can click on this exact blog post and you will see everything I just talked about in a list format then you can use it to make your like evaluation checklist, okay? So yeah, why don't you do that? 
go over to makecreate.com, look at the blog post so that way you can make this awesome evaluation checklist and really get the right theme for you. And if you are just feeling completely overwhelmed and you're questioning whether or not you should build this site by yourself anymore, (laughs) just know that there are people like me out there who offer online trainings that will take you through building your own website in a theme that they have made that will make a lot of sense to you, especially once you have somebody walk you through it step by step. And there's also people like me out there who will build you a website so you never have to worry about theme again. You can put that T word to bed, to rest. You can bury it. Done. Because you won't have to worry about it anymore because they're going to do it for you. Okay? So you got options, friend, and you can do this. You can get an amazing website that is a scalable, beautiful asset for your company that's going to help you grow. Don't let this theme thing stop you, okay? You're a detective. You can do it. And if you're not a detective, hire somebody who is, all right? (laughs) All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose. (laughs) 